0: Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, Listen, honey. I have not said those words in seven weeks, which is so long because I've been doing this podcast every week religiously, talking to exciting people, reaching out to you guys, connecting with my fam out there. And now I'm back, baby. So if you didn't know, I recently got sick. I was diagnosed with a form of epiglottitis, which is an infection in your throat that results in an abscess that corrodes your throat, ends up closing your breathing canal here, and can be very fatal. And I went through a an instant surgery once I found out. I mean, within hours of finding out that I had it, I had a few hours to go and get the abscess removed and cleaned out before my breathing canal could close. At the time, I was on Dancing with the Stars, and I was in the eighth week nearing the semifinals and having the best time of my life. I'm not going to bore you with the details here because I've talked about this on our talk show, The Real. I've also had an episode recently on Hello Hanai, my YouTube series. So if you want to hear the details of what happened and how the hell I got myself into that situation, please do check out my YouTube series, Hello Honey with Brandon Armstrong, my co-partner. But more than anything, I'm back baby. And I'm so excited to be here. I just want to let you know, I'm taping myself because as you know, the podcast series, Listen Honey is now airing as a video on my YouTube series. So you can find Listen Honey on YouTube. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm naked because I do have a top on. It just is a It's a boudoir look with a a negligee and some jeans. Yes, I'm wearing pants, I promise. But I just don't want you to think that I came like butt-ass naked to the podcast, although it's not unlikely that I would do something like that after being in this pandemic for so long. I hope everybody's doing great. By the way, I am in our second rollout of a lockdown. And I have to tell you, I don't really know the difference. I've been in quarantine for so long, since March. I've flown to a couple places, but when I fly and arrive at my destination, you know how people quarantine for 14 days and then they continue with going where they go? I've flown to Atlanta and back, and I went to Mexico for Thanksgiving and back. So I went to Atlanta and Mexico, and each time when I quarantined, I basically just walked into the house and never came out until I got on the plane again. And even when I got on the plane, I was wearing a respirator, which um, is like this huge, big Terminator-looking mask. And I've been safe so far, but I am so happy to read the news that the vaccine is being handed out or been passed out to our vulnerables, our, our, our most um, uh, first people in need. And I'm excited about that and to hear how the results work out for us. So to everybody who's quarantining, I see you. I hope this is keeping you company and I hope you feel my hug from afar. Okay, let me just tell you this First off, I've missed my podcast so much because I really love this podcast that allows me to connect with cool people out there that have such insightful things for me to learn from, whether it's about how to improve your brain or how to take on different jobs from afar. I've had the most interesting people of different occupations on the show, and that's what the show is all about. Today's episode is My Fam Questions, and I call... This an episode that's really specifically for you guys, but it's kind of low-key for me because I love listening to what you guys are going through. And when I do this episode, it's specifically to hear you guys ask me any question under under the sun that I might be able to advise you on. I am not an expert. I do not have all the answers, and I don't even think you should always follow what the hell I'm doing or what I advise you to do. But what it does is it allows me to connect with what's going on with you out there and allow me to just flex any experience skills I've had and hopefully be able to make you feel encouraged and to make you feel like you're not alone. I'm the first type of person to not reach out when I need help. I'm the first to just bottle up my questions and figure out them on my own and oftentimes make a lot of mistakes instead of just reaching out to ask somebody. And sometimes you don't even have to follow what that person advises. It's just the idea of somebody listening that just makes you feel like you've been heard and that is priceless. So my fam... Thank you for submitting these questions that I'm about to play for you. Um, those of you who got the announcement that I was asking these questions, basically, when you follow me on Instagram at the genie my, in my stories, once in a while, I'll throw out my stories and ask for you guys to send me questions about anything under the sun. This happens to be about anything you guys might want to talk about. But in the next few coming weeks, I have some incredible experts and I'm going to invite you guys to ask any questions you want to have these experts lean in on. It could be about relationships. It could be about sexuality. It could be about intimacy. So make sure to stay on my Insta stories, keep following me and you guys will hear when that time comes. I'm going to play your question and you guys are going to hear the question. And then I'm going to answer. There's no names. It's anonymous. If you guess a voice, nothing guarantees that that person is who you think they are. But yo, like, this is a safe place where just know that we're asking questions all in being able to become a better version of ourselves, do the right thing, or just get a bitch out of our life. So if one of those three apply, then you've come to the right place. All right, let's start with the first one here. I personally would love to know how the hell to dress my mum bod and change up my style. I don't feel like me. I've recently discovered, like, bohemian dresses, and I feel like that's way more my personality. Um, yeah, any tips about that would be great. Thank you. Thank you. I just had to catch that last part in there. All right, MomBod. Man, can I just say, first off, especially as a forty year, 41-year-old woman for me, I appreciate so much the changes that happens to a mom's body when she has a child. Man, all of it's so hot to me. And I think it's also because the grass is greener on the other side. I'm not a mom and I'm not a super curvaceous woman. I'm pretty athletic built. So when I see women with voluptuous hips and these beautiful full breasts and this tummy that just is, you know, just warm and womanly, like I love those qualities of a woman that changes when a woman gains weight and especially from being a mom. So I just want, I know it's weird. You probably don't even want to hear me saying this, but just please believe me that it's one of the first things I notice, And I absolutely love, um, you know, it's really weird. I even think it's really cute when moms gain weight and their noses, like sometimes a woman gains so much weight that their nose begins to just get like a little, like it has a little, it just gets like, I don't know, just like cute, like a doll. It just kind of, you know, puffs up a little bit. And I know you moms are looking at me like I'm crazy. I get it. But I love it. It's my opinion. So I would be proud of it if, if I ever got the opportunity. Now to you, Mom Bod. I can hear that your sweet little one is right next to you. I think it's so cool that you sent me a message while you were, you know, with your baby. So congratulations to you on giving birth to a great, healthy, happy baby. When it comes to clothing... First off, give yourself time. I'm not even going to worry about what you're going to dress in. I'm going to encourage you to please love the parts of your body that just created a human. I have a long list of friends that currently would do anything to get a baby, but they've just had failure after failure of IVF or miscarriages. And it's not necessarily a failure, obviously. You know, your body is telling you when the right time to have a baby would be. But for you, you've gotten there. So I want you to really celebrate your body and what it's done for you. The second thing I would say is, I know that you're talking about bohemian dresses. The first thing I thought of is a brand that I absolutely love that is just very forgiving to all types of bodies and it's Yumi Kim. Yumi Kim is a form of resort where she designs the sickest beautiful silk dresses. Some are spaghetti strap, some actually have sleeves, but they're all so gorgeous and the quality just like gives your body a very elegant look. So I would say Yumi Kim for one. The second thing I would do is I really think it's important to wrap yourself in things that are lengthy because not only does it give you a nice luxurious feel when you have dusters and things like that that are gracing the floor, but it also elongates your body when one piece of fabric just kind of you know drapes you mm-hmm. in a vertical way. So Mama Mai, actually, my mom just released a collection called Mama Mai. And if you go to shop Mama Mai or you go to her Instagram, You'll see these amazing kimonos and dusters that she's created because she is that person. I mean, she's the ultimate mom bod having given, three, given birth to three kids and doesn't work out, doesn't believe in working out and continues to stuff herself with every type of food from around the world. She enjoys her body and I love that about her. But then at the same time, she knows how to dress to make sure that her silhouette just looks long and graceful wherever she can mask different things so check out mama Mai's clothing line you can go to her instagram at the mama Mai, and you'll see a whole collection of dusters in a full range of sizes uh kimonos she also has um like very boho chic robes so yeah have fun with it and good luck (laughs) all right let's go on to our next question here we go how do i i guess do better at dating because with the pandemic can't really go a lot of places. I mostly work and then come home. So, what would be some advice you could give me? This is like the question of 2020 next to where the hell did Karen's come from? <laughs> no, we know exactly where they came from, from their own homes and their own racist parents. But um man, when it comes to dating right now. Okay. So obviously, I'm no longer dating because I'm engaged, but I have the mindset constantly of encouraging people to come out, to get out there and date. And I'm always very, I'm always very up to speed about it, no matter what kind of time we're in, because I think my same advice applies, which is just find out ways to communicate with people. You don't have to necessarily go out and be out at the singles bar or out at a party to, con- to communicate with people. Especially today when we have text messaging and dating apps and emails and you know, clubs and book clubs and places virtually that you can meet people. When I say the word connect, I don't mean just like pop up with a bio picture and give them like the one liner. No, like actually reach out and connect to people. Well, however that can mean for you. Like I just threw out the word book club. I'm so serious about this. If you're into reading books, which I hope most of my podcast listeners would be into, find a book club, which there are many out there. I know Reese Witherspoon has a great book club, um, but there's also unisex book clubs where you can go out there and just connect with other people about your favorite book or about you know your favorite music. I know that there's different groups that come out in Versus and things like that. If you guys you know, listen to Versus Battles, And you just find people that say cool, clever things that show off their personality and connect with them. I have a friend who, you know, always listens to versus battles. There's never one she misses, but she started noticing this one, this one guy's handle who would show up on the versus battle and he would always say something super fun and clever. And he would, she would at him and joke back with him. And together they just kind of built this banter and they would meet on the versus battles all the time because they were both obviously hip hop or music or R&B heads and, They were both stuck at home, but together they found a a connection through something that they both enjoyed and it made for spirited debate. It also, you know, got them to look outside of the verses and, and meet up like, Hey, you know, what's your Instagram? She stalked his Instagram to make sure he was cool. He wasn't weird. He didn't take a bunch of selfies in front of his fucking bathroom sink. And, She, he also made sure that she wasn't just thought life all day that she, you know, that she had a brain and she was, you know, cool and and independent and together now they're dating and they met through the pandemic. And so I just encourage you guys, if you've got a phone, if you've got Wi Fi, then you set, you do not need to go out and just meet people that way. And oftentimes I think meeting people online, and when I say online, it means not just like a dating app. It means meeting like anywhere through a like-minded virtual connection that when you text and type and get to think about what you want to say to someone oftentimes you actually attract each other way deeper than you would like if you were just in person with each other so i hope that that encourages you and 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 that you give online dating a chance also give these Virtual connection's a chance. I know happy hour Zooms are happening. I know that's popping. I know Clubhouse is happening. I don't necessarily love Clubhouse, but if it's a way for you to connect, don't turn it down. All right, I hope that helps you. Let's move on to our next question. My six-year-old son lives with his mom who now brings my son to her new boyfriend's house. In your opinion, how how can you help me deal with this? All right, sir. First off, this dad, this this man who is concerned about his six-year-old and, and his environment, I want you to know that I really appreciate you coming to me with this question and just getting my take on it, because I do have a strong opinion about it, which I'm going to give you after this break. You guys stay tuned, and when you come back, let's talk about what you do when your child who lives with your parent that you're co-parenting with is out with her boo. Welcome to the Magical Overthinkers podcast, a show for thought spiralers, exploring the subjects we can't stop overthinking about from celebrity worship to social media comparison. I'm your host, Amanda Montel. I am a textbook overthinker. I'm also an author and the host of the podcast Sounds Like a Cult. Every other Wednesday on the Magical Overthinkers podcast, I'll interview a charismatic expert guest about some confounding subject from the zeitgeist. Think narcissism, imposter syndrome, girl math, If you're like me and feel like the volume in your brain is just way too high sometimes, my hope is for this show to make some sense of the senseless. Listen to Magical Overthinkers now, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, welcome back to Listen Honey. We are having my favorite type of episode today. It is My Fam Questions Day, where I get to talk to y'all and answer your questions about anything and everything you guys want to talk about. And let me actually just replay a... Great question from one of my family members. My six-year-old son lives with his mom, who now brings my son to her new boyfriend's house. In your opinion, how can I? How can you help me deal with this? This is a big one, and I want to first thank you, sir, for asking this question. Because I'd much rather you ask it, whether it's to me or other people around you, than to just, you know, let this create tension between you and the woman that you have to co-parent with and of course bring any of this anchor to your son which is not saying that you would do but you know we always want to exercise our thoughts and our feelings elsewhere before we bring it to our kids so that they just get the very best of us. So to me the first thing I'm going to say and I, I don't know if you're going to like this but the truth of the matter is your ex his mom has the right to be dating and has the right to be out there with someone else, as do you. Now you could go and ask her to not bring your son around this, this, you know, anybody that she's dating. But the truth is she's going to be dating until she one day settles down with somebody. If she does even want to do that. And your son, I'm glad that he's with her and not just kind of abandoned with the babysitter or maybe just, you know, um, not spending time with his mom. So the first thing I would encourage you to do is to accept the fact that she is going to be dating and moving on. And your son is going to have to see that to know that he has two separate families. Now, what she does with her son in the company of this man is important to talk about. I think it's very important to have that conversation with her to say, hey, you know, and and I think it's very important to start off encouragingly. Like, don't act like you're trying to control her. Don't act like you are accusing her of acting anyway at this man's house. I think it's important to say, hey, you know, I know that you're bringing our son, to this person's house, happy you're dating or whatever you want to say on that, but just ask, what is it that my son does when you're hanging out with this man? I just want to picture it just so I feel comforted knowing that he's getting the right attention or he's around a safe energy there. So don't make any assumptions, but I would ask her just to hear her explain, like, you know, they've got a room he maybe colors in or I don't know, maybe he listens to music, maybe he's on his iPad, or maybe they spend time with him. I would feel uncomfortable if not just them, but anybody was overly affectionate in front of your son because he's only six years old. And I think like that G version of rating should be wherever this kid is, right? So I'm hoping she knows to not be like super making out in front of her son. And I don't want you to assume that she's doing that because that's not gonna be good for you. But I would just ask her, What is it that he does? Make it about your son, not her. And maybe even suggest, you know, I've got some great books that he can bring when he's coming over there. So he's got books to read. Maybe, you know, we get him an iPad. Maybe, you know, there's great audio books that he can listen to. But just give the notion that you would like your son to be stimulated so that he's not caught up in any grown-up things that they're doing. So I hope that helps. Number one, accept the fact that your ex is dating other people and she's allowed to just like you are. And number two, make the focus about your son and what he's doing over there so that he's not in any uncomfortable situations or seeing uncomfortable things that his six year old shouldn't see. Okay. I hope that helped. In fact, let me know because I'm interested. Um, Or as my mom says, I'm the nosy. Okay. Let's move on to another question. Like advice on like how not to ever give up on myself because sometimes I feel like I'm so far and it's like it's never going to happen but yet still I have the faith in God that my dreams and my goals everything that I pray for will come true but sometimes you know you just lose the faith so like what advice would you give me? Shout out to anybody who hits me up with a serious question. Uh, but from another country, by the way, and is full-blown playing their television in the background with some other singer that maybe is an inspiration to them but is just, you know, at volume 10 while they're trying to talk to me seriously. I just, I can't get over the fact that there was somebody singing in the background as you're telling me that you're aspiring to be the singer. Wow. Okay. Thank you for hitting me up from Trinidad. Um, this is pretty straightforward to me, man. If you believe in yourself and you really think i mean you really think you out here absolutely capable of killing it in in singing or whatever it is that you believe to 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 be in do that be that you can't you can't question it and if you do spend more time questioning it then that is a clear sign that that's not the right field for you if you are spending your time questioning on more whether you would make it is it too much of a burden it's stressing you out too much that you haven't made it yet That's not the field for you. Because if you really had something called a passion, a passion is when you love doing that thing so much that even if you're not getting paid for it, even if nobody's recognizing you for it, even if you're spending endless hours doing what you love and nobody else is giving a damn about what you're doing, you could keep on doing it because you love it that much. So just ask yourself that. Have you been getting weary from it? Are you over it? Are you considering other things because you don't really want to commit the X amount of time and maybe sometimes for some people half their lifetime to get to where they want to be. And some people are not even known for what their passion is, but they never give up on it because they just continue to pursue it as a side hustle or maybe they just are happy making you know, their means with whatever they can and, and, and because they love what they're doing. Figure out what that is to you and if that's truly your passion, you'll really know. And turn down your TV the next time you hit me up with a question. All right, let's get one last question in here. Um, sometimes I think that I give out a vibe that, you know, attracts the wrong type of guys. So, uh, I need your help on how to attract the right type of guy. And, um, should I, because sometimes it makes me doubt myself that it's, like, it's my fault that I'm attracting the wrong type of guys. Okay. You're right and you're wrong. You are right. That you could be attracting the wrong type of guys. And yes, you are right. That could be your fault. I mean, you are responsible for the vibe that you give off, but you got to be self-aware. Like, are you aware that you might have a facial expression that turns off people and makes it look like that you don't want to be bothered? Are you aware of your BO and the fact that you thought it was cool to just jump out of the gym and go straight to your friend's house and just be chilling there with your pits sinking, but you don't know that every guy around you can smell something that you can't and you just have been slipping and and letting this be, you know, this whole time. No, I mean, do you, do you basically, are you self-aware of what kind of vibe you give out to other people? I think that's 100% your responsibility. I remember when I was maybe in my mid like mid 20s, I was very, very flirty and very, just very presumptuous, very overly outgoing, overly flirty, overly friendly. Nothing wrong with that at all, except that I was attracting the type of guys all the time that were overly wanted to take me to bed, overly thought that I was into them, overly thought that I was hitting on them. And so I realized somewhere that I'm like, yo, where are these guys coming from that are literally coming on so uh, to me so hard and guys that I was not attracted to, like all all kinds of guys that were just getting the mixed messages and it was because I was giving all guys the same type of treatment. I was saying overly hello to them. I was overly just, you know, being nice to them and 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 maybe even touchy-feely like Not everybody deserves a big old hug, especially now these days, right? But that taught me that I was giving guys the message that I was into them and that I was breaking down my boundaries by letting them come so close to me that they thought then they could ask me or do anything with me. So I had to check that. So I've become a lot more, a lot more, I've created my boundaries so that I've been a lot more choosy about who I'm going to be close to, who I'm going to give a hug to, who I'm going to have more serious conversations with. And that allowed me to filter more of the people that, When they feel I'm giving them the rightful, the the kind of attention that might be different from everybody else, then they'll make a move and and try to hit on me. And at that point, it's probably okay because I, I, I let them know that. So I would think about the vibe you give off. And I'm not just talking about how you're flirting, but also how you're repelling people. And what kind of things are you talking about? Are you having warm, inviting conversations or are you having very judgmental conversations that throw men off and intimidate them? You know, I'm not saying you have to pander to men. I'm not saying that you have to talk about what the guy wants. But just think about your, your conversations and your vibe, your energy. Are you inviting or are you turning people off? Are you intimidating or are you um, approachable? You know, um, don't change who you are. If you're being exactly who you are and you have no problem with the way you come off and your message in the way you are comes off exactly the message that you wanna give off and this is a place where you can really ask good friends. Ask good friends, yo, what vibe do I give off if I walked into a bar? When I'm just sitting here chilling, do I seem like I'm interested or do I seem like I can't be bothered? Like ask a good friend these questions because a good friend will tell you and want you to win. Let this friend know, like, you know what I would do? Don't even tell your friend what the goal that you want to come off is. Just ask your friend and maybe a couple first because some friends are crazy um, and some friends have bad reads, but ask a couple friends like, what do I, what vibe do I give off when I walk into a party? Once that friend tells you, match that with whether or not that's the vibe you want to give off. And if so, or if not, adjust a bit. Don't be anything different than who you are. Because if you're being exactly who you are and your vibe is coming off exactly what you intended, then be that. And the right brother is going to come and meet you. The right person is going to come and be attracted to that. I have a friend who's very, very, um, she's very hard up on meeting people. She, she has a little bit of a bitchy vibe. She definitely is bougie. And she comes off like short and, and, and sarcastic and can't be bothered. And she's exactly that way. There's nothing wrong with it. And her vibe is that she's like, I do want to come off a smart ass. I am okay with being unbothered because I think that if the right guy is turned on by it, he'll break through those, those barriers of mine. And she's right. The right guy found this super attractive of her and, you know, approached her, said some things, totally got shot down by her, but it was the perfect type of, move on him because he likes a challenge. He kept trying his, his, his hand on her. And soon enough, he broke through. They went on a date. She fell for him and they're still dating now. So this was after a few years too. So had she changed at all and started kind of pandering to men and acting different, she probably would have opened her filter up to a bunch of men that she would have been interested in. Instead, she stuck to who she was. She was aware that her vibe was exactly what she was giving but she was okay with being patient to wait for the right guy to break through that. And he did. So I hope that helps you. I would encourage you first and foremost to just be yourself and be, a, be have fun with it. Have fun making jokes at who you are because then you invite us all to appreciate these quirky things about you. All right, I hope this helped you guys out there. I love that you sent these questions to my DMs. Thank you so much. I absolutely saw your question if I didn't ask it here and I've saved it because you know I love this these type of episodes on my podcast. So next time I may ask your question if I didn't now. So thank you and make sure to rate and review this podcast. Let me know what you enjoy, what you will want to hear more of. I read all of your reviews and um, the next weeks that are coming up. I'm very excited about the guests that we have. I have an intimacy expert. I have somebody who's going to teach us how to be more mentally strong and aware, give us some exercises on how to become better versions of ourselves. And this is all the good stuff that I love. So I can't wait to share that with you. Guys, and until next week, take care. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey. Listen, honey, listen, honey.